Nyabe's. Welcome to Charles Nyabe's podcast. Every week, you will encounter the supernatural grace of God through his servant, Apostle Charles Inyaba, and mind-blowing testimonies to boost your faith in God. God bless you for staying with us. Let's delve into today's message. All right, oh, Father, we thank you for your word. I pray that the Holy Spirit will have his way. I let them rest, and I pray that all words of Satan is cast here. I release anyone that is supposed to be here to hear in Jesus' mighty name. I curse every doubt in their mind in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, I'm the power of testimonies. You can write the power of testimonies. Now, how many have been blessed by John Thanksgiving? Today, I was meditating and I was asking myself questions that easy. As Christians, we allow the word of God to have its free course. Now, the Bible says, if I, the word, be lifted up, I will draw. So that means the word has the potency to do whatever it has to do. We don't do things. We present the word, and the word does the presentation. So the word is the document, but the word can speak for itself. So when it comes to the part of miracles, the word can speak. When it comes to the part of healing, the word can speak. So every department of your life, if we allow the word, which is Jesus. So that's why he says, I stand at your door knocking. If any man will let me in, I the word in, I will come in and I will. So that means that God wants to do things through his word. The word of God, which is the Bible. The moment you hear me preach and the moment you hear me say, go and do this. I've seen yesterday somebody danced in his room. After the dance, money landed. So you realize that there is power in every message I preach. Unless you are not a doer of the word. Unless you are not a doer. And most of you are the reasons why false prophets are increasing. Why? We are false church members. We refuse to play our role. When the man of God says there is a fasting, nobody wants to join. When we say there is a camp, nobody wants to join. It's like we don't want to play our part to make sure that God's word in our life will come to pass. So this season, I've been talking about the Holy Spirit. Now, how many of you experienced the Holy Spirit in a tremendous way when I spoke about him, when I started teaching him? Amazing. Now, how many of you have experienced a tremendous blessing when I started teaching about thanksgiving? Testimonies without me praying. People would dance their way through their healing. People dance their way through their miracles in their rooms. And they pass send me a testimony today by thanksgiving. This morning they have money. He locked himself in the room. He said, because I danced as if the world belongs to me. After the dance, when I switched off and everything happened, and money from my uncle landed without me calling. So when, when you put the word of God into action, you are challenging God that if your word is true, then let your word be true. Amber. Am I making sense? Now, the power of testimonies. Now, I'm connecting it to thanksgiving through praise. And on Thursday, I spoke about thanksgiving through praise. Now, one, one way God can be thanked is through praises by giving testimonies. One way, one, not one, one major way. God can be thanked. He said, when we say we are thanked, I taught you about the components of thanksgiving. And I spoke about lifting up your hands. I spoke about rolling on the floor. I spoke about singing. I spoke about dancing. One major way through which God can be thanked is through thanksgiving. Hello? Hello? It's through sharing testimonies. Hallelujah. Now, what is praises? Let me go back again. Praises simply means celebration of God's person, number one. Number two, 
God's glory. Number three, God's power. Praises simply means celebrating God's glory, God's power, and God's personality. So anytime a believer stands here to praise God by sharing a testimony, what you are doing is you are celebrating God's person in your life, God's glory in your life, and God's power in your life. And when the moment you do that, you don't know. But let me show you one of, one of the keys that makes God always active in the, in the life of a believer is by sharing a testimony. God always wants us, his children, to share his act, his testimonies, his healing, or anything he does for us. God doesn't want you to hide them. God wants you to announce them. And the Bible says, and the fame of Jesus went abroad. Am I making sense? So praising God means sharing your testimony. Praising God simply means celebrating God's personality. As I said earlier, his power and glory. Amen. Now, one must understand that God loves to inhabit the praises of his people. God loves it. God, now, the moment we start sharing testimonies, God comes there. Most people don't know. That's what the Bible says in Psalm 22, verse 3. You see, most of us will quote that scripture. Now watch this. But thou art holy. Thou inhabit the praises of what? Israel. Now I said the praises stands for celebrating God's person, God's power, and God's glory. So anytime somebody stands there to celebrate God's glory, God comes down. Now, okay, watch this. Watch this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But you are only enthroned, enthroned on the praises. That means God sits in the place where he is acknowledged. Anytime God heals you of headache and you stand to say, God healed me of headache, he comes there to heal your poverty. Now, to inhabit means I make that place my dwelling place. And one of the things you must understand is that aside praises, aside worship, what makes God make your home his dwelling is when you begin to testify. And anytime God is with a man, mountains bow before the man. So one way to keep God with you is to keep sharing his testimony he has given you. One way to keep God. Thou art enthroned. So that is why Israel, when they began to do other things apart from God, God got angry. Look at the people of Israel. When they were delivered from um, Egypt, on their way to the promised land, the reason why most of them could not get to the promised land was because they didn't enthrone God through praising him with his act he performed when they were in Egypt. Along the line, they made other gods for themselves. So the more you continually praise God by celebrating him through his person, through his glory, through his power, by sharing what he has done through your life to others, you are harboring the power to multiply your testimony. Amen. Amen. One must understand that God loves to inhabit the praises. In other words, God loves to inhabit the celebration of testimonies. God loves it. He loves to inhabit. He loves to sit. When people are standing there talking about what he has done, it makes him happy. God is like a woman. 
When they cook, you tell them, wow. And then what bomb and quiet. The next day, they will make sure. Listen, you may not know, but it has been recorded in their subconsciousness. The next day, they will try to do what they, they will try to do something better than what they did yesterday. And that is how God is. Anytime you say, wow, I, I hallelujah. I just want to stand here to give the glory to God for what he has done for me. I was, I was bathing and I nearly slipped and I nearly hit my head. The moment I just want to stand here and give the, the moment you do this, it is recorded in the subconsciousness of God. The next day, God wants to do more so they can come and stand before his people and acknowledge him. Now, the devil has made people think God does not exist by throwing doubt in the thought of men. Now, anytime you stand here to speak about the invisible God through his visible acts, you are breaking the walls of doubt in the minds of people. God is not visible by his act, miracles, signs and wonders. Now the people of Israel didn't see God, but they saw a fire surrounding a mountain. And the Bible said God spoke through the fire. So though they could not see God, but they saw fire. And the Bible said they said, indeed, this is the true and only God. And I pray and I prophesy that after today, as you stand here to share testimony, God is multiplying your testimonies. So God loves to inhabit the praises of his people. Praises is a weapon. That means testimony is a weapon. The more you share them, the more you activate God. The less you share them, the more you are making yourself an enemy to the glory of God. Most believers are retarded. They are, they are stagnated because they have not praised themselves through to their next level. In other words, they have not shared their testimony through where God has lifted them from. So that means they are stagnant. Now the people of Israel, most of them couldn't get to the promised land. Why? They made other gods for themselves. They refused to acknowledge the sovereignty of God in their life. And since God says, since you have refused to acknowledge me as your God, let that God you are celebrating take you to the promised land. So God lost to inhabit the testimonies of his people. Which stands to reason that anytime we share testimonies of God's power, he comes down. Know that when God comes down to a place, if that place was dry, when God comes to that place, after he leaves, that place becomes fruitful. Meaning that the moment you share your testimony, you are opening the gate for God to come. Now, when God, if, listen, before you were sharing a testimony, you had this financial struggle, but you were testifying about healing of the headache. Now, after you, whilst you are sharing, you are inviting God. After you are done inviting God, he takes away poverty. That's the power of testimonies. Because thou are holy, thou are enthroned. On the praises, on the celebration of your person, on the celebration of your power, on the celebration of your glory, thou are enthroned. That means the moment we stand, you come to make the place your, your throne. Poverty leaves you when you continually by sharing your testimony. That's what most people don't know. God is not moved by your move. He is moved by obedience to his word. No matter what you do, if it is done outside what he has commanded, he is not committed. And God wants us to share. After healing the madman of God, he told him, go and tell them what God has done. And through that testimony, 10 cities were revived. 
The only message the guy had was Jesus. I met a man, blind Matthias, who healed you? I don't know, but there is a man called Jesus. He kept announcing Jesus, and because of that, he became popular. He became popular. So the one way God visits us is when we share testimonies. Because God inhabits the praises of his people. The more you share, the more you are accumulating the praise of God. And you know that it is only by his presence, depression is broken. Your next level is connected to your constant giving of testimonies. I'm telling you. Constant. We share testimonies of God's power. He comes down. And know that when God comes down to a place, that place or that people he's coming to, there is total liberty for them. Not half, total. So that means God healed you halfway. But the moment you share your testimony, he comes to make your healing permanent. Let your amen be the loudest. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is total liberty. And how do I provoke the spirit of the Lord to come into my life? By sharing testimonies. By sharing testimonies. The moment I keep sharing my testimonies, I'm invoking the presence of God. And the more I have the presence of God, the more pressurized I become. You are always pressured in life. Why? Because you are harboring something that is not yours. You are, you are, you are keeping something that is not yours. You think the devil can, the thing is, it's only the devil is your enemy. God can equally become your enemy when you don't do what he has instructed you. Why don't you want to share the testimony? I'm shy. Why don't you want to come in? I was saying it next week. The more you do that, the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 24, God, God, give it to me, is a jealous God and a consuming. I told you God has the specs of women. Testimonies are weapons. Number two. For the Lord your God is a consuming and a jealous so that means if I am God and I healed you and you are telling me you are shy I come in my consuming fire because I refuse to share what I have done for you amen now testimonies are weapons for the weapons of our offer they are not carnal they are not carnal means that you cannot say how can a testimony be a weapon when we talk of weapon we are talking about a giant no, for the weapons of we Christians, for the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. That means that the things you expect us Christians to use to fight our warfare, it's not what maybe probably the Bible will describe for you. One of the major weapons of Christians is the weapon of testimonies. For they overcame him by the, and by the words of their, so that means the one weapon that makes Satan, that subjects Satan to defeat is continually you give testimonies. The more you do that, you keep the devil bound out of your life. In other words, when the devil tries to throw any sickness out of you, remember what God did for you. The moment you remember, you break that satanic fear he places upon you. Now, there are so many Christians today who have died prematurely. Do you know why? They easily forget what God does for them. So anytime the devil throws an attack or an arrow against their health, they forget that, ah, like for instance, the lady who has been healed from the urinary infection and then uh, hepatitis C. The lady, if the devil throws any arrow at her, 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 her way out of that sickness is to remember what God did. 
the moment she remembers that God was once with her by healing her of a urinary infection and of hepatitis C, her faith is gathered to break away fear. Anytime the devil throws fear into you as a believer, you become a vulnerable person to him. He begins to kill you. Fear is a weapon of the kingdom of darkness. Am I making sense? Church, am I preaching to somebody? Your way to break out of fear is to hear testimonies. Faith coming by and by the hearing of the... Now, it's not just the word of God, but the acts in the word. It's not any, every word in the Bible that can put your faith up. Do you know that? Do you know that it's not every word recorded in the Bible that can lift up your faith? Now, write this. Testimonies are weapons in the spirit. Testimonies are weapons in the church, in the so that means in the realm of the spirit now, in the realm of the physical, if a friend wants to fight you, what do they use? A knife? Quantre? Benkuta? I remember one day I was fighting with my sister. When I was young, she made me angry. The dancing she was cooking, I took the leaf, dancing it in, and I did it. Captain Planet, I, I was watching twice at that time. It's in a, I, I gauged the head like this, and I took, and I wanted to cut the head off. Hey! Say! So realize that in the realm of the fiscal, these are weapons. Now, as Christians, praises and worship is a weapon. Shouting is a weapon. You see, you don't shout, don't shout. Amen. Shouting is a weapon. Praises is a weapon. Worship is a weapon. Now, for the weapons of our faith, they are not canal. You can say, how can I shout and how can it be a weapon and how can it be a hey. Say out, out, out. How? For spiritual things are spiritually descent. The carnal mind or the carnal man can never understand why as we are standing here to share testimony. They can't understand why that thing becomes a weapon in the spirit. That's how our God is a mystery. So testimonies are weapons in the spirit. One of the major weapons of Satan is to make people doubt God. One of the weapons of Satan is to make people doubt God. He doesn't want people to know that God exists. He doesn't want people to know that there is anybody called God. So what he makes them do is he makes people doubt Miracles. He makes people doubt. And one of the ways God can exist is through the forms of miracles. If God wants to show forth himself to you, and that's what Moses said, how do I know you are God? And God did some, I said, I am a The disciples were not willing to go. And Jesus said, and you shall receive power, and you shall be mine. The powers for signs and wonders. That means everywhere you go, as far as you do this thing, they will know that you're my disciple. The devil wants people to think there is no God. The devil wants people to think there is nothing like God. There is nothing like miracles. There is nothing like science and wonder. But the moment somebody stands here, and maybe while somebody is standing here to say, God has done this for me, there may be somebody sitting there saying, it is not true. The more you are sharing, the more you are breaking the thought of the devil through the minds of that person. Am I making sense? Say, now, one of the major weapons 
of Satan is to make people doubt God. So whenever testimonies are said, it breaks the walls of doubt. Anytime a testimony is said. Now for instance, people doubt the miraculous power of God. But anytime you're reading the Bible and we say, it was recorded some time ago that there was a woman bleeding for this number of years. But when she came in contact with the power of God, now that person may be doubting that he or she can be healed again. But the moment the person hears that it has been done before, that doubt is removed and God works. Amen. Now some of us, eh, the truth, some of us don't believe in certain dimensions of God. Some of us don't believe it. Like now God's servant, Apostle Jesus in the man, can stand at the public and say, miracle money and people are receiving alerts instantly on their phones. People are saying this is not true. Why? The devil doesn't want we believers to understand or to believe that these things are possible. He doesn't want it. But the more we multiply ourselves by sharing our testimony, the more the glory of God is multiplied. And now watch this. And the light shineth in. Come on, come on, come on. And the light shineth in. Now our light is our testimonies. The more we keep sharing, the more darkness grows. The more you keep sharing, the more the devil bows out. And today by your testimony, let every darkness disappear. So the more we share our testimonies, the more the darkness in our life disappear. The reason why the devil darkness has accumulated your life is because you have refused to ah, you have refused to share the first light God gave you. What was the light? A testimony he gave some years ago. Refuse to share that testimony empower Satan to cripple you. So whenever testimonies are shared, it breaks the walls of doubt of Satan. Satan is the one who builds doubt in the minds of people. Oh, it's not possible. God can't do it. So as we're walking around, doctors have diagnosed you. Look at the lady who came from Cape Coast. She was diagnosed of liver. Liver. A young girl. So all her thoughts, when I was talking to her, all in her mind is, I'm going to die. Anna, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. And last two weeks, she came in contact with a man who has testimonies of God. Whose reports are you believing? The doctor's report or God's report? Now, how do we know God's report? By reading the testimonies in the word. How can your sister believe in God? By sharing God, God's acts in your life to them that once a while or one time you were down with masturbation. There was a time you were down with a sickness and you prayed a simple prayer and God came through for you and said, ah, because of this testimony, I will follow your grace. Am I making sense? Testimonies are weapons. You share them, you are defeating Satan. You are breaking walls of darkness. You are breaking walls of limitation. You are breaking walls of doubt. Now, when testimonies are shared, it breaks the walls of doubt of Satan. And it raises the faith of a believer to access the power and the blessings of the kingdom. Every testimony matters to God. Every testimony matters to God. Every testimony. Not some. Or, and, and, as far as you know that it was God who did it, it matters to him. No matter how small you may think it is, it matters to God. It matters to you. So you don't stop sharing them. You keep, you keep saying it. I keep telling you about my father. He was a drunkard. It's a testimony. 
Me standing here to preach is a testimony. Some people may doubt that God can never do anything with them. But the moment they hear my testimony continually, the walls of doubt Satan has placed in the minds of people. Be, be, now, how many of you are always encouraged? When I tell you, my father was down, this, how many of you are always encouraged? Your father was down with stroke, but I kept preaching. So that means that when the devil brings doubt, you remember my testimony and it becomes a platform for your faith to be lifted to another level. That's the proof of testimonies. Now the third one. God expects you to come back and share your testimonies or his act and wonders in your life. God expects each and every one of us to come back. That means anything God does for you, he didn't do it for you, for you to keep it. That's your husband impregnates you so that you can give the pregnancy. After some time, you do what? Is the lady here or here? Are you the one? Would you be happy? You impregnate your wife. Is that what to bring? I say, baby, I, I like my stomach being big, so I don't. Say <laughs> out! Would you be happy that he is your husband? And you need money or say some me from out that. So anytime God gives you a miracle, it's like a pregnancy. After you celebrate it personally, stand before the people of God and testify to the glory of God. So anytime, Luke chapter 17, verse 17. Anytime, no, one, Psalm 119, verse 46. Anytime God does something for you, miracles, signs, and wonders, maybe mobile money, something, don't keep it. God expects you to come back to share your testimony. God doesn't expect you to hide it. No. Did he hide to give you the miracle? Imagine somebody says you mobile money. But the message comes, but the money is not in the, in the account. Ping, But when you check your balance, there is no transaction. So you will not be happy if somebody says, I've sent, and the truth is, the person has sent, you have, you have received transaction from Charles in Yamba. Current balance 0 0.00. Hey! Receive that grace. Most of you would want the money. Now, when the message comes, you want it to be visible in your balance. Look at, I will speak of thy testimonies also before and will not be. So why are you telling me that when God healed your pals, say ouch! Listen, anytime God does, listen, please, I'm preaching, you see, all those who listen to what I say to them, and when they start practicing them, that's what the Bible says, count your blessings, name them one by. The moment you start counting your blessing, God multiplies it. That means you are acknowledging what he has done. The moment you acknowledge it, you are, and listen, he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw men. That means if I be lifted up, I will multiply what I've started in their person's life. So he says, I will speak of thy testimonies also before and will not be. 
So never let the devil make you think, oh, don't go and share your testimony. They will laugh at you. It will be a stay. They will laugh at you. No. God expects you to come back. You were not ashamed carrying the sickness. Is it not a shame? When God has healed of that sickness, you now say, I'm sorry to share it. Amen. God expects you to come back and share your testimonies or his act of wonders in your life, in his sanctuary. Luke chapter 17, verse 17. Now, as you keep sharing your testimonies before men, you are giving the glory to God. And the Bible says, God does not share his glory with no man. Refuse to share your testimonies, you are sharing his glory. Anytime any man says, I am shy to share my testimony, I am shy to go and stand there, I am shy, that means you did it yourself, so you won't go. And God says, eh. So the pompo was like this. It will be like this. God will let everybody know that you have pompo. Mm. And the cocoa, it was, it was small. You could feel it small. But now it is like this. If I want say, you know, both fruits. That's how God is. Now look at Jesus. Now how do I know God expects each and every one of us to share a testimony today? Then Jesus said, we're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Where are the nine means that? Where are the other people I cleansed? So sometimes when we say testimony time, that means that there are more people Jesus has touched more than the one he has come. So sometimes we think that it's only one person. No, there are other nine people in the midst of the crowd. But in the name of I am shy, in the name of their status, in the name of I am this, in the name of I'm the fresh boy, I'm the sex boy. So if I go and stand there, what, what would the girl say? Sawonamo nyinano, sespakdi nyinano, now pompo, now ah. Okay. So. Jesus said, where are, we're not 10, where are the nine? Verse 18. Listen, didn't any return to give glory to God except this? Meaning that God expressed them. How do we give glory to God? Apart from worship praises by sharing testimonies. God takes glory in that. So anytime anybody says, I will share my testimony, you are taking God's glory. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 20, God is consuming fire and he's a jealous God. Imagine God's fire begins to consume you. All in the name of you didn't want to share testimony. Verse 19. And he told them, get up and go on your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, you see, this is another dimension. That only comes by sharing testimony, but most people don't know. There's a dimension in God, not only prayer, not only fasting, but when you share testimony, it provokes God to give you what you didn't ask for. I'm telling you. So anytime you share your testimony. Now, he was healed, but he was not well. This body here, it can accumulate a lot of sicknesses. Don't think you only have one problem. You have about 199 problems. Maybe 200. God will only take one. Expect him to come back. And the moment you come back, he then activates himself to resolve all the 199. So the only time God works to take away all the other 199 is when you come up to say, glory to God for healing me of this sickness. That is the only sickness you know, but there are unknown ones. The moment you start giving him the glory, his glory now cleanses your body. Your faith had made thee. Do you want to be whole in your finances? Your relationship? Some of you are dating a foolish boy. Why would he beat you? Every three weeks, yeah, it's over. It's over. It's over. 
Now, anytime you share a testimony, you give the glory to God and you lift the faith of others to also trust in God. So the only, I'm not the only preacher, you're also a preacher. How do you also become a preacher? By sharing your testimony. The more you share testimony, the more you are preaching to somebody to believe in this God who did for you. Simple. Frida, are you getting me? The more I share my testimonies, the more I am lifting your faith to believe in the invisible God who did it for me. So God becomes visible when I share my testimonies. And the more I share it, faith coming by. So that, though you doubt that God can help you, but there is an evidence of the help of God who tells another. The moment I say God can help a man, now your faith begins to rise. The more I share it, the more your faith rises. And the more your faith rises, the more God will rise. Without faith, it is impossible to... So, one of the ways you can also become a preacher is to keep sharing your testimony. The more you share, the more you are multiplying God's glory. And the more you multiply God's glory, the more people are translated from the kingdom of darkness into his glorious light of his beloved son, Jesus. What you say? Give your life to Jesus and one hey, What has Jesus done for you? That testimony is what the people want to hear. It's not Jesus came to die for you to cleanse your sin. What sin did he cleanse in your life? So he told the woman at the well. He didn't even tell. The woman said, I met a man who has told me what I Go and see him. He may also tell you what you're also going through. So that means what made the woman revive the whole city was her testimony, her personal testimony. Your personal testimony is the best message of salvation than Jesus loves you. How did Jesus demonstrate his love to you? By when you were masturbated, people thought you could go to her and when you came to Jesus, he took away my masturbation. Now, this is the most dangerous part. Everybody should write this one. Now, refuse her to share God's glory. Refuse her to share your testimonies. Makes God a liar. Hmm? God healed you. Will you share your testimony? No, 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 no. Me, I go. I knew that I would be healed at that. That's what people say. I knew I was going to be healed. I knew. Oh, the money there, it would have come that. Oh, therefore, my uncle already promised me. Oh, the traveling, I know. Who's my bing? Me too kind. Oh, the marriage. Look at my ass. Guys like big ass. Hey. Girls like that guys, like Danny. So it was my skin color that made the lady accept my proposal. Say, hey. Now refuse her to share your testimonies. Make God a liar and not a true God. Romans chapter 3 verse 4. When you refuse to share your testimony, you are taking God's glory. Romans chapter 3 verse 4. God forbid, yea, let God be true, but every man, eh, let God be true. When you refuse to share your testimony, you are taking God's glory. And note that God is a jealous God and does not share his glory with any man. And I've thought to you about this. Anytime God does something for you through a man, never acknowledge the man. Acknowledge God in the man. The problem with most people is, if this my brother here dashed me thousand Ghana cities, hey, now from that from that moment, the way I'll, I'll be praising him. Now I'll be praising his personality, his glory, which is the money and his power. That is his office of 
dominion. Forgetting that there is a God who worked through a man. Now the Bible says that, and I brought you out of Egypt. How did God bring them out of Egypt? By employing a young man called Moses. So God worked through Moses. So would the people of Israel worship Moses? No, it was God working through Moses. So anytime, what the main thing was when they what person is sure your goal so? You don't talk and try to make what was original, original to be there for make what three. Now you see you. Am I not teaching God's word? Now I'm teaching you the way to increase your testimonies by sharing them on your status. You share them anywhere you go to church and they say, "Is there anybody to share testimony?" You have already shared it all. You want to keep sharing so that God can keep multiplying your testimonies. Is a key. One way God multiplies testimonies is when we keep sharing them. You don't hide them. No, 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 no. You don't hide God's glory. Can you light up a light and put it under your bed? No, 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 no. It is on the table for everybody to watch. So when God lights up a testimony in you, everywhere you go, you say, everywhere you go, you say, after Paul had an encounter, that was not the only place. Everywhere he saw, say, Christ, I met him on the way. He kept sharing it. And the more he shared, the more people came to believe in Jesus. So one way God can work miracles in your life is constantly give him glory by sharing your testimonies. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 24 states that God is a consuming fire and a jealous God. Lastly, when you refuse to share your testimony, you provoke and kindle God's anger. Malachi chapter 2 verse 3. Now, do you know how most people were once blessed, but no longer blessed? There were people God lifted. There were people God favored. There were people God opened doors for. There were people God commanded certain people to bless them. Monies, maybe gadgets or anything. Now, Malachi chapter 2 verse 3 says, If you don't listen and if you don't take it to heart and honor my name, says the Lord of hosts, I will send a curse among you. And I will curse your blessing. That means if you refuse to acknowledge me as your source, and if you begin to give the glory to others, that health you claim it was a doctor who healed you, I will curse the blessing. That means I will let the health. Eat. Now you are healed. You are you are you are strong. Okay. Now you may say, Doctor Ndowa, the moment you start saying these things, you are taking God's glory and you are giving it to a man. The moment you start doing that, God says, since you are giving it to a man, I will let you become sick again and let's see whether the doctor can heal you. So if you don't listen to the preaching I'm telling you, what did they be? I'm a uncle, not France. Why? Or you were you know, who is cannot post? No, uncle is bay. Could your uncle ever be there? Is your uncle for me, rich auntie? The more you are saying this, you want them. You see, the heart of men is in the hands of God. Wherever He wants, He turns them. It is God who touches the heart of men to bless you. Never think. It was your uncle who decided to. No people, nobody decides to do anything. There is a voice that tells them to do this. Now, you just give out your garden. I will send a curse among you and I will curse your blessing. In fact, I've already begun. I say, in fact, let me say, but in fact, after that. Now, how many of you are realizing that? It's not the devil. Eh, the locusts and the cankerments and the caterpillars. Hey, stop quoting scripture. It's not locusts. Locusts, oh, no, no, no. You are refusing to give glory to God by sharing the testimony. And God is saying that since you have refused, some of you, anytime something bad happens, we quote scripture. 
and the devil and the devil. No, sometimes you have to look into your life. Have you done the right thing? Anytime you do the right thing, God is always there through the valleys of the shadows of the He is with me. But some of you are still in the shadow, you are still in the you are still dying. God has left you. Why? You have refused to give him glory by sharing your testimony. You are hiding it. I am shy. In fact, I have already begun. Hey, now, I don't know where God has gotten to in your life. Now, God has started cursing. Psh, psh. Maybe he gave you a good girlfriend. Psh. You woke up on the girl said, it is over. Till now, what do you count as? He said, I will send a curse. In fact, I have already. Lift up your hands. The only prayer we are praying. Hey, some of you are. I am telling you this. Some of you were there. When we were talking about Pastor Alfred's birthday, and I started talking about Dr. Kojo Benpe, and he also remembered that it was through Dr. Kojo Benpe's program that his wife, who was pregnant, the baby was still moving. She, they were watching Dr. Kojo, and Dr. said, wherever you are in your room, the power of God is there. Go and lay hands. I said, the moment he laid hands on the wife's belly, the baby jerked back. And I told him, Osofo, there are more testimonies God wants to do. But the reason why God has not done them is because I've not shared his first glory. I'm telling you, if he thinks I'm lying as a man of God, let him record that test. Let him share it. The doors it will open, it will be, he'll be shocked. That it will, he'll be shocked. And in this kingdom, I stole everything by prayer. There are mysteries. You don't just enter every door with one key. No. There are keys. So if you use this one, it doesn't work. Use the other one. Praises doesn't work. Use this one. That one doesn't work. Use that one. So the devil can never predict you. Why? Because you are unpredictable. Yeah. Am I making sense? So if I teach you about praises, you dance, dance, dance. The second is still there. I teach you about components of praise. Bye. Now, if you do it and it's still there, what? Now, if you like, like prostrate, if you like prostrate and it doesn't work, what other key? You do what? If you jump and it doesn't go, you do what? So that means that we have different weapons. Different weapons. For the weapons, weapons, not a weapon, weapons. Another weapon, and they overcame it by the blood and by the words of their testimonies. If the devil is killing you, you sit down. Remember them, what God has done. Remember them one by one by, and say, eh, and begin to dance to them. The moment you start doing that, you are activating angels. As you are clapping, as you are shouting, let there be a testimony. Now lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Now some of you, you may be experiencing the wrath of God because you have been keeping God's glory by not sharing the testimony. Within one minute, some of you, when I was preaching, now, let's put your hands there. When I was preaching, how many of you remember certain things I've not shared to the glory of God? So now, I've now made you understand. What is making God not move is because you have not moved. The moment you move to share, he keeps multiplying. And Jesus, thank God. Listen, listen. You see, the key was not the thanksgiving. The key was, Jesus said, what do we have here? When he had something small, he said, I thank God for providing something small. When he thanked God for providing something small, God says, since you have acknowledged the little, the Bible says, he that is faithful in the little, much will be 
So the match of God's glory in your life is predicated on the match of your consistent of the testimonies. Testifying. So Jesus lifted up the bread and said, Father, I... He gave the glory to God and the glory of God came upon it. So one way God can multiply your business, one way God can shine in your academics, one way God can shine in your relationship is to keep giving glory to God in every facet of your life. In that area of your life, if you keep giving him the glory, his glory multiplies in that area. Now begin to ask God for mercy. If you have not shared a certain testimony asking for mercy, lift up your hands, close your eyes. Some of you, you need to tell God, Father, forgive me. Forgive me, Jesus. Father, forgive me for giving the glory to man. Uh, listen, please, if you are here, my assignment is to feed you. Jeremiah 315. And I will give you shepherds after my heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. The moment now, if you want to be outstanding in your work, you must have understanding, and God will give you teachers to teach you. I've taught you, please. I want you to listen, just obey my instruction. Lift up your hands, close your eyes. Now begin to mention the things God did for you that you didn't give in the glory. Mention them and ask for mercy. The moment you start doing that, the curse will be turned into a blessing. The reproach will be taken away. You have fasted, you prayed, you have given your offering. And God is saying that it's not about your offering, it's not about your fasting, it's about giving me the glory. Close your eyes, lift up your hands to him. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. Ask for mercy. The Lord, Father, forgive me. I give the glory to my auntie. I give the glory to my uncle. But today, by your word, I have come to understand that it's not by mind, it's not by power, but by your spirit, I give you all the glory. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus didn't pray for Lazarus to come back. He was thanking a God who could raise a dead man. Another revelation of thanksgiving is when you've gotten to the point where things are not possible, but you begin to thank a God of possibility to reverse the impossible situation. That's the power of thanksgiving. Now lift up your hands and begin to thank. Now listen. Lazarus is dead. Command the dead back. He didn't command. He thanked God of the dead. He said, I am the God that can let and make it alive. So Jesus had a revelation and said, I am not going to command. I have gone to the, yeah, 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 yeah. There is a God. He knows the end from the beginning. Now that problem you are going through, I am not saying declare. Listen to the instruction of the man of God. Mention that problem and say, Lord, I thank you for this problem. And the reason why I'm thanking you is because you have the power to reverse it. And therefore, I give you the glory. Begin to now use the components of thanksgiving. You see that you are waving, you are shouting, you are lying prostrate floor. Use the component. You see that you are waving, you are clapping, you are doing something. You are lying. Use the component. Confuse the devil. Confuse the devil. You may feel like lying down within the next 17 hours as you are applying the word of God, which is here and amen. Something stupendous is happening. Come on. Seconds more. 
apply the components. Thank God. Thank God. The doctor said it. But what is God saying? As we are waving, as we are clapping, as we are shouting, as we are jumping, as we are lying down, something is happening. We are applying the mysteries of the kingdom for the weapons of our warfare. They are not canal. They are mighty through God. So this is a weapon. This is a weapon. The waving is a weapon. The clapping is a weapon. The shouting is a weapon. We are thanking God. We are praising God. Receive all the glory. Receive all the glory. We are seeing the walls of Jericho. We are seeing the walls of Jericho. But as we are thanking you, your power, your glory, and your might is being activated. Father, Father, I bless you for the multiplicity of miracles, signs and wonders. God bless you for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. Share and tell a friend about the inspiration of God. You can also follow the man of God on social media, on Facebook at Charles Nyaba, on Instagram at Charles underscore Nyaba or Nyaba Charles. May the grace of God be with you. Let faith arise.